0: Ladies, gentlemen, is this thing on? Whew, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, welcome to episode 8 of the Couch Pundit on Rugby. I am your host, former J4 waterboy, current watcher of sports from various uh, seated situations. For legal reasons you'll have to continue calling me Kiko, and this is coming to you. I was going to do this earlier. I was going to do this straight after the game with a kind of a hot take du, du, du. but I decided to let my take become lukewarm uh, for fear of being the gobshite that I give out about online so uh, we're going to be measured today we're going to try and be mature uh, we're going to try and be grown up uh, we'll keep the safe, safe search filter on because Ireland played Russia in a game but they were always going to win and that they were never really going to win. I don't think we were ever going to be happy. with As supporters with this game. Um, but it, uh, going in after the Japan issue. I don't think we're ever going to really understand. Japan's. Uh, what they did last week to, to Ireland. Unless they win the World Cup. And they're not going to win the World Cup. So we're going to see last week as an upset. Which, if you go by seedings, it is, but we all know how dodgy the seedings are. But, I repeat, we will not know how good Japan are unless they win the World Cup. If they don't, then people like you and and all these other guys are going to say, we got found out, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we'll move into this week. Tough week in camp. Um, I actually was speaking to a couple of guys in there. They were gagging for today. They couldn't wait to get back out on the pitch and just get the oil back in the machine, get the confidence back and all that sort of stuff. Ending 35-0, keeping Russia scoreless, bonus point, five tries. It all looks good when you just look at that stat. And we'll go into ups and downs and swings and roundabouts of the whole thing uh, in a sec. But if we start at the beginning, everyone was looking for the bonus point. Every single pundit that you talked to, including myself, said, we need that BP, end of, doesn't matter how we play, right? You heard that on radio. I heard that on radio. Now, as the game was going on, and we'll go into that in a sec. That was changing, and people were talking about how dire it was. We have to. We we got what we asked for. And that's the bonus point. That's f- tries. Now, I I wanted Ireland to score at least forty. They scored thirty-five. Right, we can, we can we can uh, we can go with that. But going in it was a bonus point 40 points that's what i was after and then kind of a distant third was performance now that was under the assumption that we would be hitting our average mark like we were doing last week uh and in the first half so let's roll through some stats so that, because you're going to hear doom and gloom all the time so let's just roll through and and talk in facts not in interpretations okay because the rest of this podcast is all interpretation and that's unfair uh because people interpret things differently. So let's roll with the facts, all right? So, obviously, 35 nil, five tries. Uh, we sc- Ireland scored from the second minute all the way up to the conversion on the 77th minute. So that's not too bad. Now, there was a gap in the middle, the middle quarter, middle third, maybe, when Ireland didn't score. Never in danger, but didn't score. That's a worry, but scoring from beginning to end, that's important, okay? Take it into account, it's Russia. Okay, that's the asterisk beside all this stuff. Russia obviously scoreless. Um, Ireland one hundred percent off the kicking tee, which was great. Sexton looked comfortable in the first half. Uh, he was he had great vision, great awareness, no problems with the kicks. All good, wrapped in cotton wool again. Is that a problem? I don't know. Uh, meters run. Ireland ran five sixty six. Russia one fifty four. Um, one hundred and fifty nine passes to ninety eight. One hundred and fifty three runs to seventy five. So, as we're talking, Ireland put a, a lot of metres in the, in, in the boots. 63% percent, percent, per, percent, excuse me, not enough coffee here. Uh, and I went to the gym straight after the game just to get the body back in fully positive form. I'm having a cheeky Kenyan here uh, from Tesco. Good brew. This isn't an ad, but coffee's important. Cheers. Uh, so, 63% possession for 68% territory. Right. First half was sixty seven percent, second half was fifty-nine. That's a bit that's a bit worrying. Territory seventy-three percent in the first half, sixty-one in the second half. So okay Ireland we're never in trouble and we're never going to be in trouble. The first half was strong. Um as you can see there by the by the possession and territory, sixty seven percent possession for seventy three territory in the first half, right? Eleven clean breaks to one from Russia. Twenty-one defenders beaten to eleven offloads here's the big one right this is the one stat that people aren't talking about um ireland was very much low single figures for a lot of the time this year Uh, and then in japan there was more offloads and today was more again i think it was 13 last week 15 today so that shows that ireland are trying they're trying to spot the pass trying to offload trying to open a bit of space that's really good um 100 percent of the malls, 95% of the rooks. They had nearly double the amount of rooks in the game. Now, conceded 23 turnovers to 14 from Russia. So there's there's your alarm bell number one. Okay, and th- again this is not interpretation, this is a fact based on whatever the stats people count as a turnover. Okay. Now we can't obviously we were never in trouble today with any of those twenty-three turnovers but if we do half that against a top four team we're in trouble but two buts in this we weren't playing a top team so it doesn't matter it's just a worry it shows um maybe slight lackadaisicalness in uh in the game which i do think part of last week was taking japan lightly whether people say it out loud or not that's what happened part of what happened um and, and this week it appears that the turnovers conceded shows that it was the same issue again but russia were never in a position to take advantage of that but that's a that's a that's a worry okay and then if we roll down set piece um there was one line out uh one line out lost no scrum lost um stole two line outs russia were a hundred percent in the scrum russia have had a really good set piece Uh, all tournaments, so that's really really good. Ireland kept, uh, they were only called in to make 95 tackles, keeping it in the double figures shows the dominance, made 84-95, Russia made, uh, or were forced, called into action nearly twice, 182, made 161, so they did a lot of work today as well, okay, six penalties conceded to 10 to Russia, Ireland bringing that penalty count down from I think it was 13 last week, That's that's good, okay. Um, what else do we have? Russia, two yellow cards. Ireland didn't score uh, in the second half when the guy was in the bin. That's a worry. Okay. Now I'm doing all this live, so th- that's why um, that's why it's a little bit disjointed here. And I'm actually I'm actually doing the searching here as we as we speak. All right. Um, so bear with me one second. So let's just look at the meters and the boots. Who was doing the running? Right. So we have one, two, three, four, five, s- six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 players in the double figures. That counts uh, subs as well. Okay, uh, Russia have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6 players. Okay, and these are uh, from our full backs all the way up to uh, obviously back rowers standard 37. Um, who do we have in the middle there? Cronin had 13 um, off four runs. So, you know, th- People were trying. And this is the stat I'm trying to show you. Ireland were trying. Ireland were running. Now, were they... Uh, especially in the second... Now, the first half was... was um, I was happy with. Now, there was only two tries. Uh, three tries in the first half. Which was a worry. But I was relatively happy with the first half. How they were working. How they were moving. It was very... Um, very controlled. Which was important. They kind of lost that in the second half. But the first half... Was, we were getting to the process and things like that that we should have been doing uh but yeah a lot of a lot of gas in the meters uh conway with 101 off eight runs so a lot of meters in the boots um and and that's good uh, it's important to show that everyone uh everyone is ready Kilcoyne with 17 everyone is ready to get the runs get moving okay that's important uh because it's all about between the years and as we've been saying there's no it's not a talent issue, it's not a coaching issue, it's not a player issue, it's between the ears now. Okay, so so let's look at the uh, our defense here. So uh we have okay. I thought McGrath played well, he had three missed tackles off four. Um Ruddock had fourteen with none missed. O'Mahony, eight with none missed. Jordy Murphy before he went off, which is heartbreaking for him, two with none missed. He was he was doing damage in there. Uh standard four with none missed. Now you'd expect You'd expect the numbers to be quite low, although you can see the work Ruddock got, got through, um, and even John Ryan there had eight. So, that's about right. There was a lot of tackles around the pitch. Uh, who had the most missed? ring rows? at 2 or 5 conceded two turnovers. See, the turnovers conceded is worrying. And again, I know that Russia were not in a position to take advantage of it, but if that's an issue that Ireland have, a team will take advantage of it. It is always something that Ireland had prided itself on. Um, so th- those are the main stats. And so while I was watching, it, so they're the facts, and I think it's important that we um, we have facts in this discussion <laughs> because a lot of it is interpretation. A lot of people interpret things a in different way. So uh, I thought Ireland started well. Obviously, two minutes in, uh, Rob Kearney try well worked, really well worked. If you watch it again, really smart stuff. Um, Shocking Russia. A lot of animation, which is something that has dropped recently. The animation around the ball and around the pitch. Everyone was looking for it. Everyone was showing that they wanted it. That was great. Um, And as Ireland rolled through, uh, I thought Kilcoyne was doing really well. I thought everyone was doing quite well. Kind of 35 minutes in. Quite a strong 35. And then uh, finished the first half. Uh, Second half starts. And I thought, okay, uh, maybe... Maybe you take Sexton off now. I thought. Now that's not, and again, that's not something. That's not a way we should be thinking. Um, obviously it's the right call, but we shouldn't be thinking. Let's get Johnny off after 40 minutes, because just in case, you know, like, there's a a, a gap between him, and obviously, Car- i I'm, I'm in a sec. We're going to talk about injured players. There's obviously a gap between him and the number two. Uh, today, I thought McGrath did really well. I thought the fact that he was on for so long meant that he won't be playing in a, an important game. But uh, he was quick. He had a lot. Of, he had runs in him. He had tackles in him. He clear outs in him. He had everything in him today, which was really good. Um, and based on form of the last two weeks, I would play him in an important game. That's it. Uh, but uh, going in. We wanted a bonus point, and that's what we got. We didn't quite get the performance in the second half. Uh, a couple of things like when Russia were putting in those kicks, and was it Conway and Carney couldn't figure out who was going to catch it. Stuff like that shouldn't be happening, and that's 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 the worry, because you do know that like whether it's South Africa or New Zealand, if we end up top in this group or. You know if something happens and we end up top in this group uh, and it's um south africa and if and if it rolls as uh, to form and we finish second, they know now that if they bop the ball towards the towards our corner on either side, the fullback and the winger are going to be in that vicinity and if it goes wrong once then it's a problem so little things like that shouldn't be happening I think that's a worry um you, you they're all senior players in that back line in the beginning Um, certainly Earls Earls and Conway, Earls is obviously 115 years of age Conway has a lot of experience a lot of big game experience Uh, and obviously Kearney as well has a billion years of of, of experience that shouldn't be happening so that's a worry Um, am I happy? my feelings don't matter but I'm happy with the score, I'm happy that I'll forget about that game there were certain things, certainly in the first half, that were important. The way the team moved, the way the team controlled the game. The worry is in the second half when they switched Sexton. Carty didn't play badly, but he's a very different player. If if Johnny Sexton walks in a room, you look at him. He's got that kind of aura. But when, um, with all due respect, Carty walks into a room, you may not. You will eventually with experience and things like that. Because remember he it was all he was always um you know, number three with Ross Byrne. So it was always Sexton, uh, Carberry, Byrne Carti, and then Cooney further down and all this sort of stuff. So excuse me, coffee break. So it's not easy for him, and that's the key. That's what we have to remember, it's not easy for him. He's been called into the big jersey ahead of schedule or ahead of time or you know everyone wants to play But you know you and I want to play for Ireland and we think okay not me but all the professional players want to play for Ireland and they feel they can do it but when you're standing there in the row singing the anthem and you realise what that jersey means and, and what you have to do and the opposition you're going to be up against it's a different game you know what I mean um, you know, if Carty was to be brought through a November series into a Six Nations and then into a World Cup, you've kind of go, you're kind of going. He's had top level play. He's been left out there for eighty minutes. He's navigated tough times and good times, uh, so that he's ready for a World Cup. But he hasn't done that. So um, and like and I think he's I think he's re- really brilliant. He's really really good. A lot of really good stuff from But the game changed when Sexton wasn't there. The team know that. The coach knows that. Um, We know that. So now the opposition knows, right, give him a dig. I mean that in rugby terms, but you know what I mean. Give him a dig. The team falls apart. Not falls apart, but the team changes. Uh, As a side note, it was absolutely beautiful to see at the Anthems Johnny getting so emotional because sometimes he could be seen as non-emotional, petulant sometimes. But to see him standing there reacting exactly how you or I would, ladies and gentlemen of the world, if you were given the captaincy of your country in a World Cup for the first time. You know, it's it's a moment that you can share with your kids, your wife, your entire family, your friends, your whole circle of of people are so happy for you and you know that. And you know that you've done the work to deserve. Jeez, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. You know you've done the work to deserve that and you are standing there to lead your team that's that's a it's a beautiful beautiful thing and it was great to see him get emotional It was great to see him perform as as he does no 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 worries no um no hobbles no no worries with kicks or anything he played he played well good to go massively positive uh so let's look at um the injuries and all that sort of stuff and the theory i have uh actually stole it from my old man <clears throat> Uh, I was talking with him on WhatsApp uh, about players and things like that and who's going, who's staying, who would you bring who would you leave at home and and injuries and things like that And it came up that uh, when when someone says it came up in conversation that means that the other person in the conversation came up with the good point and you're stealing it so remember that when I'm talking about the conversation I had with my dad because this point came up in conversation (laughs) <laughs> sorry I made myself laugh right so general talk about um, players and injuries and centralised contracts um, and any time I brought it up people are saying it's nonsense Joe picks who he wants but let's look at the facts right Jack Conan, Henshaw uh, Carberry and okay so let's just go with those three so that's there are three monster players for Ireland, right? Really important players. Conan was injured before getting on that plane. His foot was gone before getting on that plane. Now, it was made worse in training to the point where he couldn't play at all. But if you look at his stats in the the games he's played, they weren't up to his normal self. And everyone going in was saying, Conan is the man to take that jersey off, uh, off standard. Take that jersey right off him. Was injured, he couldn't perform, but he was on the plane. So, what does that mean? That means Geordie Murphy's left at home. The heartbreak, the um, I'm sure he was disgusted, I'm sure he was angry, upset all of these things, these negative emotions that creep up into Geordie Murphy. And I'm, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm, I know nothing about him, I'm just assuming. Uh, and he goes back to Ulster and he's getting ready, and then they say, Right, will you come out and play? So, he's got to get on a plane, go to Japan. Knowing that he's good, he's probably been told ahead of time you're playing against Russia. We need you to do this game. We'll give you a week off. In his mind, he's saying, "Yeah, great. I get to, I get to get capped in a World Cup. That's important for me. My family represent my country. All that sort of stuff." But why, why did you leave me at home when you brought the injured guy? You see what I mean? It's all of these little things. You look at Henshaw. hasn't played. hasn't been in a squad. So, that's. A, I'm going to use phrases here that I don't actually mean, literally. But he's a, he's a dead player in the squad. Yeah, if he can train, he can train. But he's not. He's not in the match day squad. He's not going to take the field. You're kind of saying, hopefully we get him right for a quarter final. But that means you're leaving a player at home. Will Addison? Okay, he's injured now. But you're leaving Addison at home, who is fit, who is ready. And so, Addison is at home going, at the time, um, Henshaw's not, not fit. What? Why, why are you picking him if he's not fit? If you're kind of flipping a coin to get him to a quarter-final. And then you've got, uh, got Carberry as well, who I was in the stadium with the old man when he got injured against Italy. It looked bad. He got the operation... He rolls through uh, recovery, uh, which is great, well done. Uh, he's recovered, he gets on the plane, right? Apparently, he's fit enough to get on the plane. Goes over, doesn't play, injures himself on a captain's run. Yes, last night. Again, you've Ross Byrne at home, who has played high-level ball with Leinster, knockout rugby with Leinster. Saying to himself, Joe you have sent me home but the guy who's there is not fit do you see what I mean so like if you're saying you know Ross Byrne um, gets called in now he's got to take a flight and you've got to make that decision quick because nine days is probably he's probably got enough time to get over jet lag and all that sort of stuff which Jordy Murphy didn't do didn't have but it's just these little decisions and then um, you know with Jordy Murphy getting injured today rumors of Max Deegan getting uh, withdrawn from the Leinster squad for the weekend now I'd be delighted if Max Deegan got out there. Excuse me more coffee that kid is a savage but you see what I mean it's all of these uh, we keep hearing and again this is I'm theorizing uh as disrespectful as a lot of this sounds, I don't mean it to be disrespectful to any of the players, any of the coaches, any of the organization, because it's the work that they've all done for as long as they've been playing the playing the game is amazing and should be saluted and I would I, I would salute any of them. It's just these little decisions that, that do add a little niggle. That's all it is. It's just a little niggle and then and then when things happen on the pitch, like um, you know the Kearney, uh conway catch thing today, um, or last week in, in Japan, um, you know, Sexton was fit to play, but he didn't train on a Tuesday, so that means you don't pick him. The rules shouldn't apply to him. They didn't apply to him when he played in France. But again, you've got structure in one area, structure and sensibility. If you go, these are the rules and that's it. Now, whether you agree with that or not, at least you know what the rules are and you go okay i'm not playing on i'm, I'm not training on tuesday so i'm going to help the guys get ready that's fine but then you're kind of mixing that that sensible way of doing things or or standard with bringing injured players so are they are, and it's a question for for you guys are players being brought to the world cup injured because they are on centralized contracts now I'm not saying, I'm not saying someone uh-huh. is saying to Joe, you have to pick Henshaw, Carberry, and Conan because they're on centralized contracts. Actually, I'm going to find out right as we speak, which I should have done. Is Jack Conan on a centralized contract? You could hear me. Here, um, fifteen lucky players on IRFU central contracts. When is this from? Sorry. Oh this is three years ago. Sorry guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is what happens when you don't prepare and you go live. So get away from me. Um, but let's see, three years ago who was on that? So June twenty seventeen Jeez, we've got pictures of everyone. He slipped, Donica Ryan, Devon. Ah, this is too old. That's not uh, that's not important. Uh, but yeah, so you see what I mean. I don't know. I'm sure all of you guys and girls will know if uh, Jack Conan's on a centralized contract or not. But the guy was injured before the plane took off. Now, are the medical staff saying, "Um, we could we could get him ready for a quarterfinal?" So if you do that, then you're 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 kind of taking your, him out of contention no. or you're playing him knowing that you won't play him in the quarterfinal, which I think was, was more than likely what was going to be happening. He was going to get the group games, Standard was going to get brought in game two, game three uh, for a few minutes and then into the quarterfinal. The problem now is a lot of these players have more minutes in them than they should. Nine days is really, really good for recovery it's just a theory and I'd be interested to know what you guys think Uh, please do let me know if um, I'm going to try and see if I can find this central contracts 2019 I'm just going to see if I can find uh, oh this might be something Uh, sorry guys Let's try this. Um, okay, so I think this might be uh, Lester This is uh, this is why you always prepare for any sort of presentation ahead of time, because uh, you end up trying to fill dead air. Okay, that's Lancaster. Like that. um, so this is twenty-two. So. We do have Sexton. That's no, go away. That's not working. Okay, so yeah, Conan maybe maybe the exception, or he may prove uh, the point. Okay, so uh, oh, I've got one more here. What is this? That's the twenty-first one. No, it's not. What year is that? Doesn't matter. Okay, forget about it. But you do know Henshaw, Carberry. Uh, are are on centralised contracts so I'm not saying someone is saying to Joe you have to bring them on the plane if they're 51% fit I just, I don't even know if it's actually written down that if the players fit they go Uh, but I do think that the problem is now, certainly the first two games, like for example, uh, the first game Scannell was left on the bench because the knock-on effect of, of Henshaw not Being a possibility, a few others being a possibility meant there always had to be cover for the front row or for the pack um, on the bench for the entire game, and that's why he's left on the pitch, on the bench. So all of these little things that are very unstructured and un understandable are cropping up at the exact time we don't want it to happen. So look, we got what we wanted out of the game. We got a bonus point. Uh, we we got rid of Russia. They're gone. The, out of our minds. Uh, we we are where we are. So Samoa are coming in in nine days to take our heads off. We need to outfight them. We will outplay them, and we need to put another big score on Samoa, uh, and completely reset the mentality of the team. Uh, I believe. I believe we have the players. I believe we have the coach. I believe we have the systems. Don't believe the hype about Ireland being found out. Ireland always played in a certain way. And as we've said before on this podcast, the reason Ireland were winning was because they would execute the plan better than the opponents expected. Everyone knew Mike Tyson would go left hook to the body, left uppercut back in the day. Everyone knew that. But he was still nailing people with it. Because he would do it much better than expected that's what we need to go back to um, this has been a lukewarm take I'm trying to be reasonable um, I'm going to close with I love the team I love the coach I love every one of the supporters in there screaming along it is a an honour to watch the team play and it's also a positive that we expect so much from the team because it's their fault they played in a way on a consistent basis that makes us believe that they can do superhuman things. So that's my last salute to the team. Uh, any problems, corrections, abuse? Um, don't know conspiracy theories. The Couch Ireland at Gmail We're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash The Ireland, and www You can find me there. Uh, do like, share, subscribe, enjoy wherever you listen to this. Uh, Storm Lorenzo is coming. So, I'm about to. Uh, well, what I'm going to do is nothing to do with the storm. I'm going to have a shower. So, uh, you guys think about that uh, while I go and do that. Uh, and have a great Thursday.